You're listening to Housecast, the official Lawhouse Cricket Club podcast. Shout out to our sponsors, Spoonful of Sweets, Virtual Food Service, Milltown Pies and Rexel. Up the house. Hello everyone and welcome to the Housecast, Lawhouse Cricket Club's podcast. We've got our souls together, we've got our souls in some form of, uh, of order because we've missed recording due to various reasons and believe it or not we're all together the four of us are together at law house one dark december night trying to get the get another podcast out to you all so i'll introduce everyone first and then we'll just have a few formalities before we go into the uh, the events of last season so on my right uh, we've no video i'm sorry about that but on my right we've got gav shields how's it going gav yeah i'm good mate yeah yeah not so bad thank you nice Hello. to see everybody yeah, yeah, good to see you. It, uh, it's a bit bizarre, really, in mid-December. It's freezing cold in club. We've all got hats, gloves and a scarf. And Gav's in his shorts and flip-flops. Is the... Just have a roll, Jez. You yeah. know me. Yeah. Just have a roll. I'm uncomfortable, yeah? So... Cool, yeah, yeah well. cool, yeah. Well, yeah, you know. Good. Clarets, are we...? Uh, it's just going to be a tough season, mate, really. Yeah. Um, they're playing like what they are, young set of lads playing at a good level, yeah. and they're just getting they're getting punished for yeah. mistakes that they make. But you can't fault their effort and commitment. Um, yeah. You know, last season were great. This season's been difficult. You know, it is frustrating. But you know, me myself, I just you know just try and get behind them really. And yeah, I heard you, you but know. when we we came to the club about half an hour ago, me and Gav. Gav's had four pints of Guinness already, and Stan were here, and I had a lovely conversation, you're not slagging them off, proper fans, get behind them, and what happens, I'm a great year last year. And Everyone's and entitled to their opinion, Jess, aren't they? they are. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Of course they are. So opposite Gav, um, I mean it's worth mentioning that we are having a curry together, the four of us tonight, and that's the only reason that Dooch has turned up, we've got Joe Benaduce. <laughs> Dooch, how's, uh, how's your winter been going? Good, thank you. Yeah, good yeah. Lad. Good, good to have a break from cricket. I like, uh, I like getting to the end of the season and having yeah. a break from selection matters. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that because Stan said that for years, hasn't he? That I don't know his is the ground. Um, he said, but it's so good when it finishes. Whereas, and I suppose as a player, I don't know. It would have been. I'd, I would look forward to the football or whatever. And I suppose you've got your golf, so you can just switch yeah. off and not get all that hassle of text mm. messages yeah just phone calls and stuff during yeah, week it is, yeah. it is a pain in the ass at times so it is good yeah. to I mean it's something we could maybe go into about last year I mean not into personalities or what how um, selections got difficult but it'd be good to because people don't realise that no, no. you know proper fans don't realise that you know the, the hassle that goes on behind so maybe we could have a little chat about that okay um, and then opposite me is my best buddy, Joe Martin. How's it going, Joe? Very well, thanks, uh, Jez. Hello, chaps. Evening. Lovely. Hi. Great. <clears throat> it is a bit weird actually doing it live rather yeah, than on a screen because on a screen you can just look away, can't you? Yeah, and I know. Go like that. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that. Messaging each other. <laughs> yeah, what that you just said. <laughs> Especially when I get it all wrong. I try and avoid eye contact at all points as well, Jez. So in this or on just in, just in, yeah, in general, oh it's very awkward. Why? I don't know. It's just looking directly into people. Gav, then and immediately, immediately the tension rolls a little bit. 
It's in a the good room. communication. Oh, I know it is. That's that why is. I'm really bad at communicating with people. Right. Oh, that's a shame. We'll have to work on it. Yeah. So this winter, what have you been up to been... since the cricket's finished? Oh, right. I've been running. Right. Who from? Who from? Oh, Girls. sorry. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, you're keeping yourself fit, you're looking always, lean. Yeah, and... yeah. Uh, well, that's nice of you to say, Jess, because Paddy said I look like a heroin addict. Nice, is it? It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Patrick. I'm overly thin. Um, right. No, you don't think you're overly thin. No, I don't yeah, either. Uh... But, you know, these things, but it's fine, right? You're an athlete. Of the fashion, yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I could interrupt, Jess, I, I think it's. A pertinent question to ask then after that. You're not a heroin addict, are you, Joe? No, I'm not. I good, uh, good. For just the for record, the record. For the record. <coughs> don't do kids. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see those. Are you? Very weird. So, but you've been out trotting. I've been a out few, running. Few runs. Uh, and, and and that's it, really, Jess. I haven't really. Work's busy. Work is busy. We've been called back to the office. Right. Okay. So I'm doing three day, days of work. Three days a week. In. Uh, Three days a week in the office now. You manage that though, won't you? It's, it's fine. Where is the office? It's in Manchester, next to Piccadilly Station. You if drive. anybody wants to come to visit, I do drive because I don't want Why people to cough on me. Just to explain <laughs> that. You don't want people to cough on you. On the train. So, all oh, right, sorry. I do, is that a regular occurrence? Does I don't know. I think I just attract people. Right. right. But, and it also goes to Victoria. And not Piccadilly, so it'd be another like half an hour walk across Manchester city centre. Yeah. And that's not for me. No, you're not fancy. I suppose that. more people could cough on you as well, couldn't they? It, absolutely. Yeah. What about you cycle it? Have you got to drop it? You've been silly now, George. Don't don't take them off. You've well, been silly. I think it's 26 miles. No, that's just how long a marathon is. So anyway, so you're going back to work. Yeah, I've gone uh, back to work, so I've been busy at that. I've been running, and that's that. I don't do a great deal busy, else. Busy and we've been coaching as well, actually. We've, we've, we've um, uh, been doing different masterclasses for the, some of the kids at the club so with different specialisms. Who's involved in that? So Nigel and John Briley have been leading those sessions. So that's Nigel Brown, Nigel who's Brown. been down here for years yeah. and done a sterling job for us, yeah. And John Briley, who, who came last yeah. year to do the threes and fours. Lads and Todd. Yeah, and he was a good player by all accounts. So, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, And a lovely lad. Yeah, so he's been doing some coaching with the juniors, which has been which has been really good, different voice. Uh, and then we've done different, um, different masterclasses. So Nigel's been doing fast bowling, Paddy's done some spin bowling sessions. Fantastic. Um, Who's been doing wicket keeping sessions? Me and John did the wicket keeping sessions. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, do, uh, you know, when we obviously it's a shame this isn't on video. Gav's being a client, pretending no, to be bored and and pretending. But it interests me. What age groups are we looking at? Um, so we've been doing some work with, uh, I think nine to eleven year olds to begin with. Right. For the first five weeks to do some skills and, and drills before they come back and do that after Christmas as well. And then uh, anything up to 13, 14 for the master classes. And they're law house juniors. Mm. Fantastic. How many? How many are involved? Um, so we were quite selective this year with some of the, with our sessions. Um, so we're probably looking probably 20 per session. Brilliant. Whereas after Christmas, there'll be 
40, 50 kids there on a Friday night. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. And that is going back, and I know Joe and Gav will think it's a bit boring, but that's going back to the days of before we had this that Stan set up. You know, we didn't have this this influx of, of junior players coming through and keep coming through. So Yeah, it's very fantastic. valuable, I think. Um, I agree. I agree 100%. So let's move on because it's just me and you chatting here and these two have nodded off. Um, so last year, we're here to discuss um, the season that has just gone. Um, I think just a, a few ground rules really. Joe Benaducci, um was heavily involved with the, the selection process, the, the running of the first team specifically, along with obviously Ben the captain. Um, and, and Stan would have been involved with that process, really. So I'm going to ask Joe first around what he thought about the season, um, how it went for him, how it went for the club and, and the players, and just to get his uh, his input on it. So, Dooch, the floor's yours. Just tell us uh, how, you, how it went for you. Well... Obviously, it ended in disappointing fashion, and that's yeah. the that's the thing that we all remember, yeah. uh, you know, most most freshly, if that's the right word. Uh, you know, from around the time of the cup final towards the end of the season, you know, there's no getting away from it. That was a a fairly dramatic drop off in where we'd been prior to that. Um, I think we were probably top of the league after the Darwin game, which was late July, was it, Joe? Do you think roughly? Yeah, possibly the start of August. Yeah. Actually, uh, start of August, yeah, because Ruan had gone home, hadn't it, when we played Darwin away. Yes. Because uh, Pretorius did that game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, into August, we're still top of the league and in a cup final. And then six weeks later, we've lost the cup final and finished about sixth. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, does does demonstrate the, the drop-off that we, that we have there. Difficult to put your finger on what happened there and why. You know, we have had a few discussions internally as to as to what we think caused that. We haven't really come up with any concrete answers as to why. You no. know, what's caused the change in form for that for that last six weeks. Um, so yeah, disappointing end. But because we're our house and we've been around for such a long time without without really doing. Uh, without really winning any any trophies or anything like that, we have to remember we did get to a cup final. We got to a home cup final, which was which is an achievement in itself. Yeah. Um, you know we were in the mix with probably four or five games to go in the league, which again, when you're starting out at the beginning of a season, those are those are a, a goals that you that you're looking to that you're looking to achieve, aren't they? You know yeah. you don't want to yeah. be playing for nothing at the back end of the season. And, all right, we were at the very, very back end of the season playing for nothing, yeah. but with four or five games to go, we were still, we were still in the throes of the league title, and we were in a cup final. So yeah. I, th- I think we do need to retain perspective about, you know, what the season meant for us uh, and what uh, and what we actually what we actually got out of it. But ultimately, you can't help but be disappointed with how it ended. Yeah, I mean. It's- it's a fair summary, I think that that Dooch, and and I think we'll we'll come to Joe Martin, who obviously played all season, and see what his thoughts are. But I think it's worth between us three just airing a few views, and and it's I mean we've got the the league table up here, and 
what a credit to the league and the standard and the different. You know, the you look there from seventh is it Todd, 151 points, and Burnley won it with 167. Yeah. So there's 16 points between seven sides. Yeah. That is a real credit to mm. good. I mean, and it was a crap summer, weather-wise. But how competitive that's been, and, and it's been so tight-knit. My view, and I'll come to Gav next, is my view is I thought <coughs> that um, there was a real good impetus to the start of the season. I felt that there was some real positivity. Uh, ben looked in great nick. The pro looked a fantastic player. Um, you know, the bowling, maybe, we needed to, to look at a little bit. But the way Paddy's played over the last couple of seasons, I genuinely thought that the, 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 the start we had and then we had a bit of a blip. And I, I don't know, I've just convinced myself that we were going to come really good for the last third of the season with a pro scoring, you know, 60-70, averaging 60-70 for the last six or seven games. And it, it, it really, not really disappointed me. I think my expectations were a little bit higher or a little bit too high in that we were going to push on and win the cup and, and, and walk with walk away with the league and, and I don't think people supported Ben like they maybe should have done. I know it was difficult for him with the pro and you know the way the pro was getting out and I'm not criticising, you know, new shots. But I just think that, you know, a little bit more responsibility maybe from other senior players within that that unit. Um we could have got because when you look there, you know, it's, it's one victory really, isn't it? It's one victory it takes you up, you know, four, five, six places, and then the odd bonus point thrown in is a difference between winning and losing the league. Gav, what your thoughts around those circumstances and what had gone on last season? What's uh, what's your take <clears> on it? I think my take on it is um, I think Joe used a great word, perspective. Um, you know, talking to you know uh, other people and. You know, there is quite a bit of disappointment kicking around, um, and I get it. I understand the disappointment because, like Joe referenced, you know, the cup final—it was a huge loss. Uh, you know, and like I say, we did fall away at the end of the season. But when you look, when you look at it, for me, as, as, as a as a supporter and a member, uh, and, and coming on and watching, you've got to put. There the, are the reasons for that. Um, I don't think you can call last season uh, a failure or be disappointed. At the end of the day, like's like already been said, we got to a cup final and we went into the latter part of the latter part of the season being in it with a chance to win the league. And you put you put the fact that neither pro really scored any runs. That's an important factor. Now I know Ruan just started to look look something real before he went, but if you look at the the, the figures. Um, that bat, amateur batting lineup, um, to be fair, if they'd had a little bit more support, um, you know, from from either professional, I think you look at that league table that you've just said. I think that might look slightly different. Yeah. My sort of frustration was, uh, you know, the uh, as, as bowling points. Uh, I think it has been uh, an issue that we need to work on. I really do. Um, but like I say. Uh, Bit of perspective needed, like Joe said, um, and I, and I just think, you know, you know, the, the league, the standard is that good. I think it's silly to say to expect to win it every single year, um, and you know, there, there were, like I say, you know, there, there, were, there were things that went on there. You know, the pro struggling, and I think really, um, I don't think it could be 
a disappointing season. No, no, the good point you make there, and it might have been different. I mean, it, if you remember the cup final, it was a disaster really for the weather and the way things turned out there. And it was, you know, I'm convinced. I don't know why. You know, I was convinced we were going to be a great cup final. Mm. We're going to win it, and you know, a real tight finish. Uh, and it wasn't. And then. You know, we've seen, and that must have dented the lads' confidence. So we'll come on to join him in a minute about that. Um, but yeah, you know, looking at the bonus points, Gav, you know, the, it's vital, isn't it, when yeah. you look at that league table of what other what other clubs have got and what we've not got. Do exactly. we think the weather potentially has played a part in us not bowling teams out or not taking as many wickets generally? Do you think maybe it's <clears throat> our attack? Maybe not quite as I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm I don't, I'm not saying this for a for a fact or an opinion. I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. Do we think because it was so wet? Yeah. You know, our, our is our bowling attack hampered potentially by the wet conditions or not? Well, I, we'll come on to Joe in one second. But I think it's an important point I can just bring up here. We've relied on Paddy for the last couple of years getting the vast mm. majority of our wickets mm. and when it's like it was last summer yeah, yeah. he's not he can't grip it he can't let go of it properly or anything so go on joe martin you give us a player's view there were some positives okay we didn't get into lancashire cup <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to cut that out because stan will go mental okay so that was good um i think there's some really good individual performances in there with ben and francois and Charlie stood up as well, uh, which was good. Uh, I think Ducha's point on the bowling and Gav's point as well, I think is is fair. Not through lack of effort, but we probably didn't bowl enough teams out last year. And in games where we lost, I think, to be fair, we got battered in some of them. So I think towards the end of the season, there were, there were quite a few games where teams were two down yeah. and they beat us. And that really odd game against Rochdale at home as well. I know, I know yeah. that was really wet. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that just wasn't really like us at all that game. No. No. Um, so, yeah, I think there's some mitigating factors in it, but I think for the players it was extremely disappointing because of where we were. I think when you look at the season as a whole, and you you know, you finish sixth, you're in it with four games to go. You get to a cup final, I think on the face of it, it looks like a good season and you sh- mm. we shouldn't really complain. But when you actually look mm. at key points in the season, yeah. we were we were in it yeah. for the majority of it. Yeah. And that's where the disappointment And that's is, really interesting, Joe, because you talk about the players there. Go on, Gav, what do I you... Think, and, and I think as well, the, I was just going to pick up on that, Joe, there. I think the experience in that team and mm. you're, you're not used to winning things, you'd expect to potentially, you know, kick on and, yeah. and you know, really have a go at it. Um, so I get why it is frustrating. Um, but, yeah, sorry to... And, and the other thing is, it were a terrible summer. Mm. So I, I this will sound terrible, this will sound awful, I think, but by August, we were really fed up. We were fed up of sitting in changing mm. rooms, watching it rain. Yeah. And then when you eventually go out and play, you're playing on... on on wet wickets that don't really help batters, don't really help the bowlers, and it, it's nothing the groundsman can do. Yeah, it's well, just the weather. Every other club's playing on the same pitches. And the I same imagine conditions. that they were just as fed up as we were. So that so it does make it equal equal playing field then. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying it gave one team an advantage over another. No. 
it's an enjoyment it, an enjoyment thing, you know we're, yeah. am- we're amateurs yeah it's not yeah. our job yeah and you only do things that you in that you enjoy mm. you know I, I i go running every day mm. and if i if i didn't enjoy it i wouldn't you know, yeah. i wouldn't go mm. so i think it's it, it, it's quite similar when you're out yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But all I would, you know, the other clubs might maybe get the better rubber, the green, or or whatever. Or because, you know, I've not thought of it before. Is it because Paddy's done so well for us, and that that spinning option has really been taken out of our armour because of the the yeah. conditions? Um, let's talk about, you know, how did the players feel about the pro? How that, you know, he came with a great pedigree. He was a lovely lad and a good cricketer you could mm. see that and you yeah, can yeah. see what he's done historically but he just didn't kick on did he he, he, he had that those yeah. two tons and then i think a lot is i think a lot of focus is put on 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 pro's batting and i and i'll probably go back to corbus yeah when when you've talked to different people about corbus they will say well he didn't score with that many runs but he took 75 wickets in yeah. his first year and yeah. 50 or 60 in his second yeah. and that's where you win yeah. leagues yeah. in pros taking wickets and Ruan's bowling was fantastic yeah. and I think his batting was he was getting used to the conditions yeah. Yeah. at a time when you know at the start of the season he probably didn't need to score the runs because Ben was scoring them mm-hmm. and then I don't think Ben was out of form at any at any point in the season but when he wasn't scoring the volume of runs he was at the start, Ruan was just coming into his own, and Francois was starting to score some runs yeah, as well. Yeah. So I, th- I, I honestly think if Ruan would have stayed, I think we'd have been really, really close. Yeah. Do you think? Right. Okay. So you I think, think we might have won it? I think. I, I think we didn't really appreciate. His, I don't think we didn't appreciate his bowling enough. Yeah. He he won us quite a few games with the bowling. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. And he was so he was so passionate. Oh yeah. He was real you know, fighter, fantastic fielder. That when he was bowling, he, I can't remember who used to do it on the, the Test match level. He, he'd bowl, bowl oh, Harold Larwood. And he'd run, he'd keep running, wouldn't he? He'd come back and uh, run back, pass oh, yeah. mid off, and come back the, and uh, Harold Larwood. If I can remember him, you played with him, didn't you? <laughs> Well, he's out to striking distance today, you can tell that. <laughs> sorry, Jez, that's no, no, right. Well, well, said, said, no, Paul. Yeah, Go on, sorry, Gav, were you... Uh... No? No. Um, so, I mean, you know, the Cup, obviously, extremely disappointing. Lots of positives, I'll have it, you know, from what you're saying there. And Francois, you know, some of some of those knocks he played were fantastic. The one against Walston in particular yeah. was... yeah. Really impressive. Yeah, he did he really got? He's looking older and older. Is how's he doing? Well, the old we all fella? are. Yeah, yeah. We we look to be struggling a little bit. Because uh, uh, how's he doing yeah, in the winter? Uh, have you have you been in touch? Yeah, I speak to him quite a lot. I'm going to an escape room with him tomorrow. Okay, where's sorry, that? Sorry, at? sorry. Uh, what's that? Uh, me, Francois, Paddy, and Dom Stewart is coming up. Um, a former player, and we're going to an escape room. Right, where's that? In Rottenstall. You have a series of tasks that you've got to do right. to try and work your way through rooms and then at the end of it you're, right. you're out of the room yeah. if yeah. you get them right that was on telly wasn't it what was that called crystal, crystal maze. maze fantastic yeah. wonderful program when they won it used to come with those like glittery things didn't it those like sheaths oh right used to oh, what? 
sheath. <laughs> so who's doing the escape room? You, Paddy, Dom and Frankie. Francois. I hope there's no agility tests with uh, Frankie and Dom, the two of the sti- stiffest men. I once, I once played a game with Dom towards the end of when he was uh, when he was playing at the club, and I think I must have turned round to have a look and see what he was doing 20 times in a game, and he was in a different stretching position every time to try to try. And he's only a young lad, isn't he? How old yeah, he's younger than uh, young, much younger than me. I would have guessed. 24 maybe 25 yeah possibly yeah something like that crikey right okay then so i'm sure we will go through more points about next year uh, about last year when we talk about next year um for the listeners benefit we are having a curry night here so we we're looking to have a bit of a break eat our curry then come back now you won't have to wait whilst we eat the curry we'll obviously (laughs) stop it and then come back and then come back on. listening to us eat <laughs> listening to us eat the curry but it's worth mentioning now um, um, that we've got two we've got the law house draw needs needs looking at Joe Martin was tasked with um, certain jobs in August, September, October and failed um, so we're now going to look at drawing the November draw for um, before the break and then after the break we will do the December draw so Joe Martin's just getting the random ball generator up they're up, they're up. I've got the the numbers and the people in front of me so right. Gav can yeah. uh, can confirm because this is proper live now so November we do look at four prizes of 100, 80, 70 and 50 could have had like, some music like a bit of a build up I know, but you don't come across very well. Hold on, right, okay. Let's Shut up, Gav. It'll be on 1 to 177. Yes, I think it is, yeah. Great. Yeah, there's still some free numbers if anyone else wants to join. Yep, 177. A few uh, free numbers. We've had a couple drop out this winter for a couple of reasons, but we don't need to go into that now. So if you draw out the first number, which is £100. Number 34. Number 34. Is Laura Hudson. Laura Hudson's brand new. She came into the uh, the draw in January this year. Uh, so well done, Laura. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Hundred pound. Second prize is for eighty pounds. I hope the MDs listen to this because he hasn't won for years. One hundred and twenty-six. One hundred and twenty-six is. Paul Stansfield. Oh, fantastic. Oh, what Wonderful. Hell. No, it's not Paul Stansfield. Oh, it's not Paul. Oh, Paul Stansfield. Oh, that's happened oh, before. Fantastic. That's happened he before has, fairly won. recently. He has. He's, um... Well done, Stanley. Excellent stuff. Yeah, he was. He, uh, in fact, I think he's won twice this year. Oh, Good stuff. Well, Paul Kenneth is going to be gutted, isn't he? So, the third prize is for... £70 and the number is number 33 oh, oh Gav's holding his head 30. number 33 is Judith Wren oh, oh wonderful fantastic and the fourth and final prize of the November draw for £50 is number 19 number 19 
Oh, it's Anne Lee. Anne's been in for donkey's years. She hasn't won since two, August 20. Uh, so well done, Anne. We can get that off to you. So that's a November draw. In the second half of this podcast, we'll do the December draw, which is five £100 prizes. Wow. Bumper. So bumper, one might say, Jess. Yeah, bumper, yeah, five £100 prizes. So hopefully someone in this room might win. But let's see. So we're going to break off whilst Joe goes and gets our curry, and then we'll come back on and talk about what's happening the rest of the winter and into the next season. Thank you all. Nicky and Charlie, Frank and Stan got stuck in a water loop. Charlie tossed one in the air and Frank followed through. Well, here we go, the second part of this end of season look forward to next season podcast from the housecast guest we've uh, we've just finished our curry off and Gav any marks out of 10 very good yeah, yeah very solid, nice uh, solid solid seven and a half yeah yeah Joe Benarucci's still eating the leftovers that some of us have left yet all is half of Joe Martin's all my bread and uh, Gav's chips. I, I didn't get any. You didn't get any chips, did you? I didn't get any of that one, no. None. None. Um, none. 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 So anyway, we're, um, we'll move on. This second half, we're going to talk about the, the coming season and just go through, you know, what our thoughts are and any news that we might have to to declare but before we do we're going to do the bumper christmas draw so this is for five times 100 pound prizes which we do twice a year and i know everyone's nervous here so joe shake your balls up ready and give me a number between one and 177 please 122. 122. Have we already had that? No. Oh, God. It's Lindsay Blazard. Oi! Hello, Linda. Linda Blazard. Money, goes to money. <laughs> I think his ass is full, isn't it? So I might have to put it in someone else's. Second prize, again, for a hundred pli- pound, please, Joe. Oh, 147. Oh, it's my ice breaking snooker, that gaff. Yeah, yeah, whatever. John Key. John Key, do you want a little bit of history? You're going to get it anyway. He is Simon O'Driscoll's uncle from Coventry Way. And probably in early 2000s, he came up here for a weekend with Simon, came to watch cricket, got drunk, signed up for the draw, and still in it. Oh, excellent. Yes, one. So well done, John. I'll get that posted off to you. Third prize, a hundred pound, please, Joe. Number fourteen. That's an early one. That's someone who's been in a long time. We'll let Gavin announce it, and it is Adele Stansfield. Whey! Whey! So that's not Matthew, but it's Adele. Yeah. All right. He won't, he won't see any of that. Sorry, Stanny, but hundred uh, pound to Adele Stansfield, the MDs. Wife. Fourth prize, hundred pound. 
Number 16. Number 16. John the Doctor Proctor. John the Doctor <laughs> Proctor. Well done, Proc. I'm sure everyone's aware Proc used to be a, a quality player that played for us. He don't come down much these days, but hopefully he'll come down and collect his 100 quid and buy a gather pint. Top guy. Top guy. Top lad, yeah. Last prize, £100. The fifth prize of the December 2023 draw. The number is... 153. John Ingham. John Ingham. John's been in for... Uh, <coughs> he, he joined in December 20. Uh, I think he's we he, he, he wanned in, in August 22. So, well done, John. So that concludes <coughs> the December draw. Thanks very much, Joe, for shaking him around and... Never a problem. ...and getting him, uh, getting him out for us. So let's, let's move on to... Um, is there anyone who's thought of anything else they want to discuss about last year over it's not done I said dinner over tea um, that they want to just clarify or bring up or... no no yeah I might have been a bit harsh with you know being quite disappointed I just you know I did think we were going to do a little bit more but Selavie will I think it's fair <coughs> with where we were Jess yeah yeah no, fair no. reflection so this coming season, Joe Martin, how is there any plans afoot yet for the preparation for it, for training? Is boxing going on? Is there any? No, we're a bit old for that now, Jess. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. and I was useless too. What happened with that? What do you mean? With the boxing, what what was it that you weren't so good at? What? Punching. Defending. Taking punches. <laughs> uh, just not him. I'm a pacifist, Jess. Right. So Don't it's believe that, in that's diplomacy is for me. Yeah, there is some video footage knocking about of him punching, which I can get to if you'd be interested. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah if you okay. don't mind. Yeah. I used to have a really lovely pair of pink gloves. Right. That I used to wear. To keep your hands warm or they were boxing very fitting. gloves. They were boxing gloves. Right. Word of that, I'd stop talking now. Okay. Right. Well, you know. Pink gloves. Um, so, so for this season. So for this season. Plans are foot. So what happening? I will say is, I'm not in <clears throat> the hierarchy. <clears throat> Any decision making, not right. for me. Um, Your choice. And theirs, I think, as well. Right, okay. um, so, I think there are plans afoot. Right. Because I overheard Ben and Paddy talking about them at the last committee meeting. Right. But I'm not involved. Okay. Do you know what they are? Do you know what? I don't. Running up a hill or? No, I imagine it'll be cricket based. Okay, good. Um, and so they will probably do fitness incorporated into the cricket. So probably fitness fielding, that sort of thing. Brilliant, sounds um, good. But, you know. Sounds good. How about running, Jess? Yeah, yeah you look you after know. yourself, don't you? Well, yeah, you've got yeah. it. Yeah. No one else will. No one else will. <laughs> Gav, remember when we were used to have our pre-season training? Yeah, were you part of we used to run Rain Rose Grove? Oh, I thought you meant in Cattle Market. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we used to run Rain Rose Grove. Were you part of that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. On, on Abergum School and then yeah. on the lap all the way back in, yeah. Or yeah. running up to Ken Smalley's house on Rosie Road. That's right, yeah. yeah. Get keys for club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stooch, did you do that? Parents. Yeah. <sighs> I have a very vague recollection of it. You used to come boxing, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed boxing. You were good at boxing. I had, I had to stop the locks. They had a really, had a really good vending machine. <laughs> I would punch it back too hard, damaging yeah. it, they said. 
What were you best uh, best machine in, Jim? Joe? <laughs> 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 Vending. So anyway, so let's get uh, back onto some serious serious points. Dooch, are you aware of any training regimes or any change to last season's build up to this season before we move on to? No, it's, it's following the same pattern. It yeah. will be. Uh, th- I think it's going to be three lots of two hour sessions. All right, good. In the month six weeks leading up to the season Brilliant. aiming to end at the end of March and then as soon as the clock's changed they'll be outdoors fantastic oh, that's good I mean that is that is a real credit again it's probably the roll on from Stan and the way the things have become more professional and that there is set protocols if you will for the training and the the build up to the season, the preparation, which uh, which can only be a good thing. I mean, there has been one change since Stan uh, originally started organising nets. They no longer on a Friday night. Right. He okay. liked to arrange winter training on a Friday night at eight, right. eight, till eight, till ten. Till eight till yeah. ten. Yeah. I mean, That's and we like to go for a pint. <laughs> a pie or a pint in, in Manchester. Yeah. I mean, who who wants to do that? Right. Can you so, remember when they organised the nets at Old Trafford? Yeah. Something like two till four. Every other Saturday, yeah, <laughs> and it were Crazy. and it were available because mm. that was when Man United were at home, <laughs> so it was possible to get in. Did <laughs> <laughs> you organise that? I can't remember. Probably stamps. Stamps. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just say it's yeah. And and some of those I, that one was before me, but I had some. Um, I can remember going to Old Trafford for winter nets. Bless drove me. Blimey! No way. Yeah, been really definitely. Drivers. Definitely drove me. I think I got X43 before <laughs> getting the I walked it. What was it like? What was the journey like? It was fine. Like? It was fine. And now rolls reverse because I take blood everywhere. But you're a damn sight better driver. Than <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, we won't just, talk just about the major incident that involved Blaz. <laughs> Can you remember that story about when we were both injured? And he came to pick me up. I think we've had it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he drove the wrong way down. Because you had a broken neck. Yeah, a broken That's neck. That's right, yeah. yeah. And Blizzard <laughs> maybe broke a toenail or something. <laughs> and he's come down Manchester Road on the left-hand side, you know, correctly. I'm at the window waving, saying, yeah, yeah, Blaz, this one, this one. So he turns right <laughs> across the dual carriageway. Then goes into a cul-de-sac and turns left and comes back up the dual carriageway the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Busiest road in Burnley. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why we got onto Blazers driving. No. Because, um, always worth a mention, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's mm. always worth getting it out there. Um, so the prep sounding good. The nets out here, they're uh, you know they're still as good as ever, well, and the re- bowling machine. Were, and yeah, they were they were done up only a couple of years ago. Yeah. So that was a big renovation, which yeah. I think cost. Ten grand, mm. something like that, mm. um, and and they are excellent now. I think probably the next thing that we'll need doing after the potential tower that's been <laughs> being built yeah. is, I think they'll probably need relaying at some point. The actual surfaces, but it's so when you think when it all, I mean, how long have they been here now? Then? Since two thousand and nine, I think. And what a what a oh superb, great facility, yeah. You know that it's it's got that it's good quality it bounces mm. it does what what it needs to do there's enough lens and and the bowling machines that's all yeah that was a, a new, new one, one last year yeah, new right. bowling machine last yeah. year yeah all, uh, yeah yeah you have to be careful with them don't you <laughs> we had uh, I don't know if we hired one can you remember that 
and we put it in outfield and we used to fire it fire up the air. Fire it up the And that's how we kept having to re-elect uh, to stay at Lancashire League. Different attitudes back then, John. It was big style, yeah. Yeah, big style. So, we move on to, um, I think it's a little bit of breaking news that we are now allowed to tell people. I've, uh, we weren't sure if we could go through it, but we just had a message through from the the managing director that we can break this news. And I think, Dooch, I think it's only fitting that it goes over to you as to what the news is. So you might have seen that, unfortunately, Ruan de Swart is not coming back next year. Uh, we've known about that for a little while now, a week or so, two weeks maybe. Um, and we can announce on the housecast we have signed a new professional. Oh, fantastic. Come on, who is it? His name is... Satch Bachav. Satch Bachav, okay. Yeah. Satyajit is his proper first name, but he goes by Satch. Fantastic. He's an Indian uh, left-arm spinner who's had three years in the UK club cricket previously. Um, he's got very good stats. Bat and ball, <clears throat> which you'll be able to see when we uh, when we share his details with uh, with you in the in the coming days on the socials. But yeah, we're very happy. Um, first Indian, first Asian pro that we've had for quite a while, um, yeah. but we're very excited to have him. Brilliant. So he's played over in the UK previously. He's, Where's he played? He's played two seasons at Birkenhead Good in the Liverpool comp yeah. and one season in the Barnsley League. Right. Not sure which club it was, but it, right. was, uh, one of, it was one of the clubs in, right. in that league, which again is a very strong league. Yeah, Premier League, yeah. Yeah. He's got very, very good first-class pedigree, um, bowls a lot of overs for his stateside in India, uh, appears to be their main spinner. Uh, as you can imagine, they've got quite a large talent pool, so if he's the, if he's the number one spinner in a stateside over there, he's obviously doing something right. Um, well, that's great. So, yeah, everything, everything looks good. We, we, we're very happy with it. And he signed the contract, and, and that'll be... So when if you listen to this before you read the you know whether it's on Facebook or on the Lower House website, <clears throat> all the stats will be on there, all his history will be on. Uh, so that's great news. Is there um, any special mentions need to go out to people who've who've secured this? Uh, uh, well, there's a couple of agents, but the vast majority of the work in selecting the pro is done with a little within a little subcommittee at the club, yeah. which Matthew. Heads up, right, and he's got a little team of helpers Good. helping him do that, which Good. Paddy, like Santa. Paddy's Paddy's done some sterling work with stats and things like that, which I suspect Joe might have given him a little chuck up with at some stage. I might have done the formula. For yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> and obviously Ben, as captain, has got a, quite a heavy say yeah. in it. But just yeah. just a, a tiny little bit on on selection of the professional. Um, We've looked at the makeup of our side and we've looked at the performance of the team last year. And as we talked about yeah. in the first half of the podcast, we did feel as though a wicket taking option yeah. was more of a priority um, than, you know, a, a batting biased yeah. pro. Uh, yeah. This lad can bat, uh, yeah. but his strength is his bowling, which we feel as though that was a, of a greater need in the team in the way that it is shaping up at the moment. And you can't get away from. You know, good left arm orthodox spinner. Certainly in this league, you know they can, you know they can tie sides up, 
you know, just bowling quite negative and keeping it tight. But they can also be very positive. And, and as you said, he has opened the bowling back home and in, in the leagues in the UK. So that sounds a, a, a fantastic signing. Um, he got 94 wickets for Birkenhead in 2021, which, right. you know, is a remarkable return. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, are, we do have high hopes. Fantastic. That's great news. Um, yeah, thinking, I don't know, Gav, if we can... Prabarka, possibly the last. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that before we started, and, yeah, and that was the only one I could remember. Yeah, and then obviously Curti uh, before that, had a, a few sub pros that have been from over in India or Pakistan or Bangladesh. But fantastic, that's yeah. great news. It's, Exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be look forward to uh, to seeing him bowl on some nice turning tracks that are all nice and dry, and him at one end and your brother at the other end, Joe. Yeah, fantastic. Turning it the other way. So, what's your thoughts about uh, being stood up to? Well, first of all, a left arm round. Uh, I don't have a great track record with uh, left arm spinners. No. Um, I think the last, except for Pazza, um, we had a sub pro called Jawak Khan, who uh, was not impressed with the wicketkeeper <laughs> of that particular day, and neither was Blaise because he had to keep running. <laughs> running for the ball behind. And did he say anything to you? Um, uh, I think he said, what is this, uh, quite a few times. Right. And then when we'd taken a wicket, he had to bowl him out, but they weren't going to catch it. Right. Um, and then uh, I said, I'm doing my best. Uh, and he said, um, oh, no. Oh, I mean, no. I mean, that's a little bit. And again, I can go back... Um, back to the old days I think I don't know if you two Gavin Joe were, were actually playing but we went through a period of of when Higgy finished and Scotty stopped of we uh, a, a number of wicket keepers that were you know great players and you know good lads but just struggled with the speciality side of it around stood up and and we had a few pros that said you've you know you've got to get this sorted out, and it's true. And I mean, Charlie did it mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and it's you know if you're not a specialist at it, it's it can really cause problems to the side. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I do my best. You're good. You're it's good, fine. Sure. So we'll see. I mean, it'll be it'll be it'll be good. It'll be a good challenge. We haven't had a. I think there's been I think there's been Pazza, but he. He, he, he could turn the ball when he wanted to, mm. but he was so accurate. Yeah. So accurate. He got a lot of bowling and LBWs. Well, yeah. And then before the that, answer. there was probably Aaron Heal. Yeah. I think yeah. was the only left arm spinner yeah. um, that I've kept to. Probably before that, Aaron O'Brien, 2007. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then Corey O'Dell. Claude Henderson played quite a lot for us. Yeah. He subproed for a number of games. He was a great player. And if 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 he is accurate and I think you I think you're always in the game. I think if you've got a I think if you've got left arm spinner and you know you've got an off spinner at the other end, you've got some pace but you've got some, I think it's a really good varied attack. Yeah, yeah. When you look at our attack, it's full of talent, yeah. really skillful, but very similar. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a balance. Yeah, yeah, certainly. No, it is. It's true that, and they can, you know, as, as Dooch has alluded to about him opening the bowling and, and managing top players. 
you know, generally, when you get to six, seven, eight, when there's not many overs to go, you know, spin bowlers mm. clear up yeah. tails yeah. quite quickly. Mm. Which, again, we go back to the point that we discussed about not getting enough um, bowling bonus points. Hopefully, mm. that that might change. Yeah. So that's Very great exciting. news, Duke. Thanks for breaking that news, and thanks for to the MD for giving us permission to break it. Amateurs, Duke. Then. Um, you know, you look at our squad last year with a few of the uh, a few older ones that were in there, um, and then obviously the good young lads that were all coming through with, <coughs> you know, with, with with semi playing as well as they did in those two or three games. And is there any changes to our side? Anyone leaving? Anyone retiring that we can know no, about? No, 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 confirmed uh, people leaving. Right. Uh, not nothing that we expect. Fantastic. To happen in that, in that oh, regard. That's good. I'm staying, Jess. So. You're stopping, Joe. Are you yeah, here? Fast bowler. I'm thinking of leg spin. Leg what about spin. the T20s? Are you going to play in them? Well, that's another question. I probably because I don't have to play Lanks Cup this year. And your brother's captain, so. I know that made me feel. If if he wasn't captain, I think I'd be seriously considering no, my wouldn't. position. No, you wouldn't. You're a liar. <sighs> you love it. You love it, Joe. You love it. Yeah. Well, do you know what? It's funny you should say that, Gav, because when I was thinking about it, cause I really hate playing T20. I have little to no impact on the game, and it's pretty pointless me being there. But I then thought, well, you only play cricket for a finite amount of time, and therefore you should try and enjoy every game that you play. In front of some bumper crowds down here. Certainly. Semi-professional DJ entertaining the crowd. Well, I mean, you'd miss that, wouldn't you, if you? An open-air DJ playing to a thousand people with yeah. some great tunes. Who's the DJ? It's DJ Benaducci. Right. Fantastic. Fantastic. D- and what's happened to DJ Boyle on his own soil? He was only a. Replay. He's only, he only temporary. A... Inadequate. Ben inadequate on holiday. Right. Yeah. right I see. No, I went on. I was had a residency. A hiatus. Uh, residency <laughs> at Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. You and David Guetta. <laughs> Anyway, back to the question well, that you asked me. more likely to have a, a residency at the Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have seconds? Harsh that, Joe, but it made uh, me laugh. Yeah. So let's get back to amateurs then, then Dooch. I mean, the it was clear last year, we, you know, it was a really strong squad that really possibly didn't fulfil what, what the expectations were. Um, is there any scope to improve in that squad amateur-wise? Yes, we've got uh, the return of Tom Walker. Brilliant. Which is a bonus that we didn't really anticipate. Um, So just remind the the, the listeners, Tom played... Tom joined us from Accrington at the start of the 2022 season. Played the duration of the 2022 season was very good with bat and ball. Started the 2023 season, played a couple of games, and then moved to Australia. Yeah, I remember. He'd been in Australia playing cricket in the winter. Yeah. Um, and obviously something had happened professionally and romantically in Australia, which meant that he wanted to go back. So Uh, he went back to the he went back to Australia, but. Uh, he's been in touch in the in the last couple of weeks to say he's coming back and he's Brilliant. raring to go. So that's a that's a real a real boost. That is, that is a boost. Because if I remember rightly, Gavin, me and you used to we watched a lot that year, and he mm. was a great bowler, very competitive. Mm. But his batting, mm. it just seemed to improve game on game on yeah. game. He was you couldn't leave him at ten. He'd end up you know got to go nine and then 
remember we were sat yeah, up there absolutely, watching yeah. him and um, so you know, much yeah. yeah, you know, he impacted the game, didn't he? Yeah, and, you know, he a great attitude, to... you know, a lot of ability, but more importantly as well, he, he was a good lad. Yeah. You know, and he fitted in really well. Yeah. Uh, and it's an important thing, isn't yeah. it? You know, and it's, yeah. it's great news that he's coming back. That's superb. Yeah. Very enthusiastic, like you say, superb attitude. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe he would have made a difference if he'd have been around last year. Yeah, and he's young enough, isn't he? Well, he will only still only been early 20s, won't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah 2021, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think right. yeah. Very busy cricketer. Right, what do you mean by that? Quarter creamer. Um, quarter creamer. Have <laughs> um, you just, been drinking? <laughs> no, I, you know, I haven't. I think I might be a bit dehydrated, actually. That curry was hot. Um... Uh, I think he's just some, something's always happening. You always yeah. think it, when he's bowling, he's yeah. you know trying to take wickets. And when he's batting, he's yeah. always looking to rotate the strike. When you say it's always happening, he's trying to make it happen, mm, as opposed certainly. to some people who just talent or just luck. But he tries to change things. Mm. No, What's like in changing room? Because um, I've heard a whisper that he's hard work at changing room. He's untidy. Yeah. Stubborn. Yeah. Use that how you realise. Well, give us an example. What do you mean by that? He leaves his clothes around. He leaves his clothes everywhere. And his pa- and his pads. He never has any whites. I offered him so mine. What's he cleaning? Just skins. Um, uh, he, yeah, he. I think he's still got Charlie's whites. Brilliant. Uh, he has. And yeah, I don't think he has any. And he's, he also, and he's also, no he doesn't, he had one pair of whites that Charlie said you can't wear those, so he gave him some of their oh, right, ones. Okay. Right. Um, and, but yeah, I don't think it matters, it's not how I would pack my bag. <laughs> I really don't think that were a factor in whether, you know, we're going to come back and sell the Oh, oh certainly you know? <laughs> not, no, I don't think anybody was really bothered about that, <laughs> but just as a, a kind of assessment of what happens in the changing room, as someone who is quite particular of where my stuff goes. Tom, you know, he's a bit more laissez-faire. So do you, if you go to an away ground, do you make sure you're at opposite end at changing room? Just anywhere. Right. Away from Tom, I mean. All right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Certainly. So, Joe, is there any other news? Uh, No, we're still working on a couple couple of things, one of which is pretty much done but not 100% ratified so I can't share and uh, one other that we're quite hopeful of as well Excellent. but again too early to say Excellent. that's positive though so isn't it we you know we're not really a, a kind of we don't have a lot of churn do we usually in the team no but it's nice to see that lots of people are staying still enjoying it yeah but it's also still an attractive proposition. Yeah, I, I think my view on signing players, and obviously Jezel have his uh, view on signing players, I think the odd one here and there yeah. helps keep it fresh. Uh, new ideas, uh, obviously it helps if they're young, mm. um, can add a bit of freshness, fresh legs in the field. Um so yeah, I'm I'm in favour of a of an odd signing here and there. Mm. I know Jezza's obviously got his uh, got his view on signing players, think, but he's he's a, he's a dinosaur, isn't yeah. he? So you know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think he's good for the twos as well, actually, because yeah. it means that you know they've got they've got something 
to work towards almost. You know, if you sign a, a few players, the standard goes up in the first team, which mm. in theory should make the standard go up in the second team too. Yeah. Um, if they keep working hard, it should be all right. I mean, yeah, it's it, it, it's just a different animal now, isn't it? Of the way that you know players move and and what's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong. I understand what you're getting at, Dooch. Um, it just never happened in our day, really, for moving from club to club. I'm going to ask that, Jez, whether you... Because the teams that I can remember from the 90s... Mm. So that wasn't... Not before then. But the teams from the 90s, there wasn't a lot of change. Majority homegrown players. Was there any? Was there ever, ever any conversations with players that you wanted to bring in? Or... or re- this is our team. This, these are our, these are our mates that we all play together. I can't remember us approaching or asking anyone. Really? How did the Mark Wheeler sign? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that was Matt, wasn't it? Matt, my brother Matt did that. He was playing at Warley. I think Matt had a friend who played at Warley, and Mark was falling out with everyone, so he came across. And remember, there were like called Paul Webb, who were in cops. Yeah and the police and he'd played over at St Anne's and he'd moved to Burnley and he came in so it was more moving yeah. as far as I mean not actively going after somebody no you know not, okay. not from here I can't remember any Stan might, okay. might be able to remember a few right. certainly within the league I mean Haslinden and Rami used to mm. swap players yeah. every now and again um, yeah. and I, at the time I, you know I did wonder why someone who's played at one club for so long would then go across somewhere else you know and and who knows, was rumours even going back then that there might have been some financial... Because you look back then at the kind of strong Rami and Haslinden teams that were about at the mm. time, and you had um, like Jack Simpson and and Dasher yeah. Yeah, moving from Rami to... Paul Marcroft, you know, the wicketkeeper there. Griffin. He moved. Yeah, Griffin moved Romsdall, Romsdall yeah. to Haslinden. Um, and I think that was, you know, like that... that Ribble, um, sorry, the Rosendale Valley that, that moved around a bit. But saying that, you go back when, you know, Steve G, mm. when I wasn't playing then, when Trevor Jones left and went to Burnley. Now, I'm not suggesting that was anything financial, but, it, you know, we were struggling at the time. So, well, no, what, what, were they, what were they really good players, Stephen? Uh, yeah, because yeah. we got rusty in return, didn't we? So, you know, <laughs> we right, yeah. fair swap or yeah. not. Um, well, I think you're probably looking at Steve G, 800 runs. 35 wickets, Trevor Jones 70-80 wickets yeah. and he was chipping at the end and I think Rusty got, what did he get, 94 <laughs> in three seasons hey, don't, yeah, don't, but don't be knocking Keith no. he, got, he got the pints in on Friday night and I get his due and get me one. Well, and the other thing is Keith's also still here correct so well said. What a great he, um, you know, so the value that he has brought Legend. far surpasses yeah. The runs and wickets yeah. that. But for for all the criticism we've just made, and then you've just pulled it all around. It doesn't matter because he don't listen to me. Don't know. Well, he he <laughs> listen to that. But yeah. just uh, we got Graham Bushell from. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it was only for one season, mm. one of the bit seasons. You know, but he were, he were a fantastic player. But no, I. Chippy. There is, who's sorry? Chippy. Yeah. He just had a career. Okay, I'll have a steak pudding. <laughs> We'll share, we'll share chips. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember why he came over. McLeod Andy probably. McLeod would yeah. play in the right. in, yeah. and out, in and out. Um, but I think going back to the point of movement of players, mm. 
it's you know I, I know and I've heard this from two or three different clubs and I think we're starting to do it now and I, it's not a criticism Dooch I don't mind at all I'm, I can move with the times now and again um, but they actively have meetings to target players mm. you know and they will and they will legitimately yeah. target you know the other point then comes in about are they offering any money or is anything yeah. being paid and I do think that the league are trying to address it with this new subcommittee they've got where you know they are entitled or entitled I don't know what right word it's not a rule where they can speak to the players to try and establish you know if there's something really out of the ordinary mm -hmm. establish if they are coming for the right reasons but again we, I mean it's, it's a really good subject we could talk about it forever should we be able to pay players should it be an open league no no everyone has different views on that you know, that, that, I mean, that, that's, that's your view, but if it's going on under the table, is it better off being open and transparent? Well, Other leagues, you know, are open leagues and they, and they do it. I don't know the answer to this. No. I, I was always like you, no, definitely not. But I'm not sure now. I wouldn't like to see an open league. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to see it at all. Um, but I get your point, you know, if it, if it is... If, if it is accepted that it's going on which we, we don't accept that it's going on but mm -hmm. we hear obviously we do hear the rumours mm. and some of those rumours get levelled at us by the way which is nonsense oh, yeah. Um, yeah. but I, I, I just I think once you open the box yeah. you yeah. never shut it again and no. rich clubs will just be the most successful ones yeah, on yeah and I think the other thing on it is that I've forgotten what I was going to say but it's fine let's move on good chat Joe good chat I can't remember. It was a. It was going to be profound. Yeah. Well, you you keep thinking about Thanks, it, and Jess. we'll uh, and, and we'll move on from it. So, is there potentially any other movement for players coming in of of all sorts of different ages, young kids coming through? You know what we're looking like from the thirds and the seconds and. To ask our junior coach to get into the first team. Um. So I think that we were not surprised by Simi coming into the first team last year yeah. um, in we weren't surprised in terms of we've always known that Simi could play in the first team I, I don't think we expected it no. to be honest with you because he was made second team captain um, but did fantastically when he came in added quite a lot of um, aggression in that middle order which yeah. was good I think for the, I think for the second team this year and the third thirds and fourths as well it's about consolidating their position yeah scoring lots of runs yeah occupying the crease yeah and take and and trying to take as many wickets as you can because i think sum up the game of cricket there well yeah of course <laughs> but i think that it's 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 a massive difference coming into the first team if you've scored 700 runs than um, than if you're coming in with 250, 300 runs yeah, and, th yeah, and, and sort of yeah. thinking that you're going and to be in winning. the first team. And also, yeah. you know, now the second team we've got in the first division, thankfully they've they've maintained that position. It just makes you stronger cricketers. Mm. That you know, if you get in, you know, but, your average is going up. But and, also, and you're winning. Sorry, yeah. sorry to but second team cricket is senior cricket. Definitely. And what senior cricket all about? Yeah. It's about winning. Yeah. Fourth eleven is where we have development. Yeah. Third eleven, that's yeah. development cricket. Yeah. Don't buy into that. Second eleven cricket, first team cricket, you win. You play yeah. to win. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
and I think the and I and I do think the best way to win is if you get players that stand up and score a hundred. I mean, I'd like to. Yeah. I, it'd be, I'd, I would love to know when the last second team century was. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think you might find I got one in 1979 at Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wonderful. <laughs> you just have your, one, Jez? No, two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was your... Um, where did you score majority of your runs? Because you were quite a classy player, weren't you, then? Yeah, 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 with French tickle. Yeah, of course. What maker bat did you use? Did they have make? Did they have makes of bats then, or were they just? Oak. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I had. Uh, I've still got it actually. I bought it on flea market in Burnley. <laughs> Seriously, with one of them counties, not a county's bat, but it had the. There were no stickers on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll post. I'll send a picture and post it. Okay. Three springer. Yeah, three springer. Three springer. Fantastic. The bro. Um, and then Open Championship, obviously, I was sponsored yeah. by them for yeah. the rest of my career. <laughs> as, as Stan was with his... Open uh, Championship? Didn't they not do tennis? They did, yeah. The all sports, multi-sport? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot of, a lot of sports. It's on this street, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got those so we've... Um, there might be some movement around, around more... Yeah, a couple of irons in the fire. Irons in the fire, that's a good mm. way of putting it. And then the juniors coming through, the squad is getting stronger. So that's Hopefully. that's all a good thing. I would hope. Um, as far as players leaving, a real shame. I think Tom York Robinson's gone to Ramy. Is that correct, Dooch? Yeah? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With our blessing, you know, he's a lovely lad, and he's gone with, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, um, you know, great young cricketer that came in, and we expected, or I, I, I can only speak for myself, really. I, I thought he would get in our top six and get some serious runs, you know, three, four, five runs. eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't help with the way the summer was and the, the conditions of that. Uh, but Availability well. was another issue. Yeah, yeah, missed a few games for work, which, you yeah. know, fair enough, that happens, you know, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He was never going to be sort yeah. of penalised for that in terms of selection, yeah. but he just yeah. found it hard to get back yeah. into the yeah. swing of things and, and what have you. I mean, T20s would have been a great opportunity for Tom, yeah. but he, he, unfortunately... He was working a lot of those yeah. games. And, so, and yeah. injured quite a bit as well. He had yeah. back for a yeah. lot of the season. Well, let's so. hope he gets through those injuries and he you know, he gets to Ramy and get, gets a few runs as long as they're not against us or gets a few wickets and then see how his career goes from there. Hmm. Um, anything else around the playing front from any of you? Anything that we need to, to discuss? or Friendlies? Yeah, friendlies. We've got a few friendlies lined up. We have a few friendlies lined up, yeah. Are you getting are you involved in arranging those, Joe? No. <laughs> so have you got the friendlies, huh? I, I'm just looking to find them now. Okay. Um, we play Ormskirk on the 6th of April. 6th of April, that's quite early, isn't that's it? That's away, right. that game. Right. Yeah, away. All the pictures are now online, so it might be worth looking there. Right, okay. Can't really work on a podcast, that does it? It's, it's been pre recorded. Away yeah. on the 6th of April. Okay. Colne away. Yeah. 7th of April. Garstang at home on the 13th of April. The second team have a friendly Rami at home on the 14th of April. And then on the 14th of April, we play Rami Rochdale away. I hope, that, I hope that's clear for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Any, really, Joe, thank you. Any questions, ring Joe on. No, that's brilliant. Right, well, so we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. We don't want to go on on too long after our curry. We need, we all need a lie down. Um, but I'll just go around the uh, the table. I'll go to the first one who I know is going to say nothing. Anything to add, Joe? Martin? I've really enjoyed this format. It's been lovely. On I don't know on Zoom. We did loads on Zoom, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But um, I don't know. The conversation's flawed here. Yeah. yeah. I'm amongst friends. Yeah. Dooch. Echo that completely and and of and course the curry. The curry was fantastic. <laughs> you know, if we could if we could have that as a regular feature yeah. then we should yeah. we could re- record a podcast every week. Yeah. yeah. Pizza next time maybe. <laughs> Why do you say that? Oh <laughs> ice cream for after day, is that what you're saying? Or? No. Gelato. <laughs> and ravioli. Uh, I haven't got anything sensible no. to add, Jez. No, no, it's good. Uh, but, covered uh, a lot of ground there. Without getting too sentimental, I really appreciate everything you do from the cricket inside no I genuinely do it's, it's donkey work you know I remember it when I was captain and then and you're taking it on and you're doing and you're carrying it on next year so it's it's a real it's just a shame he doesn't play anymore <sighs> that depends who you ask <laughs> Yeah, that, time moves I'd on. I'd like to go first. <laughs> <laughs> time moves on, doesn't it? But, uh, but no, it's it's great to see the clubs in such a place, you know, with, with Stan and the MD and everyone else doing what they're doing. Gav, anything you want to add before we... Um, we uh, no, no, no. Just uh, echo what's been said there. And I enjoyed tonight. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think this could be yeah. format going forward. I think Joe's right. Yeah, it's, so, uh, yeah. We've done well there, so our job's are yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe try and get a couple together after games when you know we're doing impromptu talking about that game and get them get yeah. those out there. Yeah. Any ideas anyone's got that they want to to look at? We've we've discussed you know more guests that we can get on. We don't want to duplicate guests and keep getting the same people on talking about the same things. But if anyone's got any ideas, um, I know there was some spectators last year. That we did impromptu in the club, which went down quite well. I know the Smith family, who, who were all over Laura House and have been for years, I think there's uh, some appetite there that they want to do a podcast with us so we can look at doing all those. But if uh, if there's nothing else, we'll thank you all for listening. Congratulations, the ones who've, who've won on the draw, and commiserations to those who haven't. Matt Stanley. Um, and Paul. And Paul, oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, he's going to break that. Gav's probably already messaged. <laughs> yeah, I can tell he has, yeah. So, uh, so thanks everyone for listening. Please support, uh, like and, and everything else with regard to the podcast and the cricket for next year. Come along and watch us. Thanks very much, everybody.